According to Fox, according to Fox, Fox, Fox. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of According to Fox. I'm your host, A Fox. I just want to give a shout out and, you know, prayers to my homeboy, Tax. He was found guilty of the shooting that happened in 2016 in Irving Plaza and a lot of stuff that transpired during that courtroom was ridiculous, but I just want to tell my homeboy, hold your head. You were a pioneer. You were a trailblazer of this podcast and shit. A lot of people wouldn't be able to do what they do if it wasn't for you. And you were going to change the world. And I really feel like you still can. If anybody can, it's you. So hold your head. You know, we love you out here. We miss you out here. Free the stone. So I apologize for taking so long with the next episode. It's just that I don't want to say something if I have nothing to say, if if that makes sense to you guys. Like, I don't want to force conversation and I don't want to just start talking to talk. I really want to have a purpose when I do this. So that's why I was like a couple weeks before I got on a new episode. But thank you guys for bearing with me as usual. Um, First up. There was a tornado in Mississippi and I believe Alabama Friday night. 26 people are dead. Dozens are hurt. I don't know if I'm aware if Mississippi is the region that gets tornadoes. Like I know it's a Kansas thing and maybe Arkansas, but I didn't know like in Mississippi would get those. Um, it touched down in Mississippi, and that's where the death toll has been most severe. FEMA arrived with recovery and other agencies. They said 32,000 homes and businesses in Mississippi, Alabama, and Tennessee were still without power yesterday afternoon. So it's it's a terrible time for all involved. 26 people is a lot, and I'm looking at the pictures now, and it's, it's devastating. Like, leveled communities. It's crazy. Like, I'm looking at one community that's all rubble. Like, a full, imagine, like, five city blocks of just rubble. It's it's crazy. This is sad. Um, and, you know, it's the act of nature. There's nothing that can be done about that. There's, you know, like, even though the government fumbled the ball on um, during Katrina and Harvey and Sandy, there's really not much that can be done with the tornado either. It's like... It looks crazy. I um my prayers are with everybody involved and those who lost their lives, those who have family out in Mississippi. Please check on them. Please make sure everybody's okay. You know, it's definitely a, a sad, sad time. In other news, Jonathan Majors, who we love, I love him. I've been singing his praises since Lovecraft Country. Amazing actor. He was arrested. On Saturday in New York, I didn't know he was still here. He strikes me as a Southern gentleman. I believe he's from Texas. He's in New York, and he was charged with strangling, harassing, and assaulting a woman. So I'm like, okay, this might get controversial about my thoughts about this, but 
it's cold to call in the Fox. Fuck it. So, um, it states, New York City Police said the Creed 3 actor was arrested when officers responded to a 911 call call shortly after 11 a.m. for an alleged domestic dispute at an apartment in the city's Chelsea neighborhood. So, he lived here. I'm sorry. I'm just realizing. No, he really lived here. He's not just, like, staying here for a second. You live here? I'm I'm sorry. I'm just saying he could have told me. A 30-year-old woman told police she had been assaulted. Officers placed Majors into custody without incident. The woman claimed Majors struck her about the face with an open hand, causing substantial pain and a laceration behind her ear. A criminal complaint filed in the incident alleges. She also alleged Majors grabbed her hand and put his hands on her neck, causing swelling, bruising, and substantial pain to her neck and hand. Major's attorney denies the allegations, saying evidence will prove the actor is innocent. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. And before you ask, she is. She absolutely is. If if you're black, you know what that answer is, right? Cool. So you know how it was going on about the whole Megan thing. You got to protect black women and all that. I stand by that firmly. And everything. Stand by protecting black women at all costs. I'm not saying all women shouldn't be protected. I'm just saying protect black women, specifically us. I'm not saying you shouldn't protect them. I'm just saying that we're we're the ones most unprotected. So make sure you protect us. Now, here goes the controversy. I'm going to just say Emmett too. That's all I'm going to say. Because I need to see it. I, I need to see it. It's very hard to believe it's a different dynamic now. And mind you, people kept saying, oh, well, he oh, he said he ain't like black women. That's what he get. That man has never once said he doesn't like black women. He happens to have a white girlfriend, but he has never said that he does not like black women. You've never heard him talk about that. You've never heard him talk about the relationship he's in. Ever. So y'all can't just come out and say he don't like black women because I saw an interview with him and Michael B. Jordan staring a thick black lady down, like, about it. So maybe the girl at the time is white. Doesn't mean he doesn't date black women. That's one. Two, because of the story like Emmett Till, and I don't know if y'all saw the movie Rosewood, there is a historical amount of, of evidence that white women tend to lie on black men. And not only did they lie on black men in a time where it was super dangerous too, they lied on black men and got them hung, killed, lynched, whatever. All of that. Because white women have weaponized their tears for eons. Eons. Am I saying they're all devils and they're all horrible? Absolutely not. I'm not saying that as a long shot. But what I will say is historically, I'm going to need some proof. And I'm not saying that because I love Jonathan Majors as an actor. I'm not. I'm just saying the fact that he has been at the top of his game. He has so many things going on with him, especially the whole Marvel situation where he's going to be king for like the entire next phase. And he had two number one movies in the year of 2023 already, and he, and it's only March. 
they like to take away and these women not all white women i will i will keep with the disclaimer not all white women they tend to take away <laughs> from a man who does not want them in that way anymore and if he's a black man who's a black successful actor apparently she saw he was texting another woman and when she went to reach for the phone she said he smacked up and then he choked her in the cab and i'm like in the cab what kind of cab like was it a, was it a yellow cab was it an uber because we don't even be calling ubers cabs and nobody really be taking like yellow cabs no more i just need more details something ain't sitting right and it was told that they went to two different locations so she went somewhere he went somewhere so wherever she went she decided to go to precinct and do what she did if it comes out that he assaulted her i'll retract this whole statement i'm gonna stand by it though i'm gonna stand by the thought that you know there are plenty of black men who really lost their entire lives to the system and in general because a white woman felt like lying to save herself wasn't there a kid who um played football recently he got mad years for rape and he never even touched her i gotta look that up it still happens today you know what i'm saying and it's like I, that's why i understand why people find it hard to believe when most women you know when women come out and say this happened to me it's hard to believe because it's a lot of people who messed it up for folks it's a lot of women who said you know what i'm gonna do this to spite this person and it don't even have to be true i'm not saying black women aren't guilty of that either there are black women who've done that before absolutely but again in in history because they like to erase what's been done to black people and now that it still occurs white women will always have the power and they will wield it over the black men because they know who who you gonna believe who the cops gonna believe me or you they know it's always gonna be them always gonna be them um i hope it comes out that he didn't do anything to his lady because he got too much going on like too much going on too much so you know and he did I, I know i don't know him i don't but I, I just it was odd to me i was like jonathan majors like that's so odd but you know if things come out and they come out a different way then okay then he's an abuser cool if they don't so she gotta go to jail and i believe that firmly any woman that literally says this person did it knowing he didn't do anything and gets him locked up and gets his name and stuff like this because it's honestly even if you didn't do it it's very hard to clear your name like he got dropped from an army campaign ad already already and maybe marvel is scrambling to figure out what they're gonna do because he's supposed to be the fucking villain of the next phase of phase four i believe it is yeah so either way you know what I'm saying? If it comes out that he didn't do anything, damage has already been done a, a, a certain amount too. And even when you don't do anything, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's irreparable, especially when you're a black man. So I just want the truth to come out and let's see what happens. Let's just see. Snowfall. If you have not watched last week's episode, scroll forward. Just move forward and go to the next segment because I'm talking. I have a lot to discuss and I'm sad. 
I'm very sad. I ain't cry like this since my father died. And this is a TV show. Okay? Sad. So, since last season, the end of last season, I felt it in my spirit. I was like, Uncle Rome ain't going to make it. Something tells me Uncle Rome ain't going to make it. I don't know. Right? And it seemed like he was struggling with a lot at the end of last season. And then they was looking for Peaches. Nobody know where the fuck Peaches is with his $3 million. I'm tired. Somebody got to fill in this loose end. Where the fuck is Peaches? Anyway, so, you know, he's looking and then he was in he was in the war. So I guess he had some PTSD that he never knew about. And, you know, this season, he's just going through it. Like his family's at odds. You know, it's him and his wife against his sister and his son slash nephew or nephew son. You know, he raised that boy. And, like, even if, what, the second episode, they have, like, a meetup, and it's, like, he called Franklin a how he made such a bitch-ass nigga, how he fucked up and did that. And basically, there's a lot of love lost between them, you know? And this episode, they finally, he comes home, and he tells Louis he's ready to go. He's done. He don't want to do shit no more. Ain't worth it no more. Louis explained to him that she's basically, since she running shit and she the boss and all that, she she likes that feeling, right? She likes to be feared. Excuse me. So, the self-worth of knowing that she runs shit, like she's not ready to go right yet. She needs a little more time, right? So, then, she, then Scully beats her and she's like, oh, I got to make a drop for Scully. <sighs> Unk goes, I'll make the fucking drop. Just like that. And I'm like, no, I ain't gonna kill Uncle Ro. I feel it. I feel it in my shins. They gonna kill my Uncle Ro, right? So, Louis decides to go horseback riding where Kane's people been sitting on that stable like the whole time. They catch her, they get her. Um, Kane calls Franklin to come over here. He got Louis tied up. He branded her with the letter K. He done kicked her, hit her, she done threw up, all type of shit. But she's holding it down like a G. She's doing her thing. Like, fuck Louie, though. I want y'all to say, I do not like Louie. But whatever. I empathize with her just a little bit. Right? So, Franklin's like, well, I can't. She's like, I'll help you. I'll tell you where you can find Teddy. And he's like, nah, I already got it in. So, he leaves. And when he's leaving, Kane's talking about getting every nigga from the hood to pretty much rape her. Niggas from jail, all that. Just going, just running all types of trains on Louie. Franklin drives away. I really thought, the way Franklin been taking such a turn, I thought he wasn't going to come back. I thought he was just going to let it happen. Franklin tells Leon to call Unc and tell Unc to call him and meet up with him, right? He's like, how you know he's going to pick up? He said he's going to pick up, just tell him what happened. He's, so Leon calls him, he calls him back, and he's like, fuck you want, right? And he's like, they about to run the train on your wife. Meet me at such and such. So when Kane told him where to meet him, <clears throat> I'm over there like, okay, whatever. Alameda. That's what he said on Alameda. So when Franklin tells Uncle to meet him, it's all another address. I said, where the fuck is he telling him to go, right? So now I'm like, damn, this is about to kill two birds with one stone. Because Franklin just been like that lately. Like, you never know. Like, he got Louie. I guess he going to get unk and, you know, catch that nigga slipping. 
So they pull up to that address and here go Unk with Scully. He, and he like, bitch nigga, why you got to disrespect him? <laughs> I swear the only two people who get tough with Franklin is Unk and Kane. Because Kane call that nigga Frankie all the time. <laughs> right? Lil Frankie. <laughs> he called him a whole all type of shit. Yelling, whatever. Unk but done fucked Franklin up like 82 times by now. Right? So, you know. He got the gun to Franklin head. Franklin, like, you kill me or you can go stop all them niggas from jail from running the train on your fucking wife. Right? So then I see his um it's Scully and Leon face to face. And it was really intense because I think we all forgot that Leon killed Scully's baby. His baby mother went crazy. She ended up getting murdered. And his whole family going pretty much behind Leon, you know. But I guess they put it to the side to go get Louis. So now it's a pimp, and he's close. When I say close, he is close. Louis almost got, somebody almost got to Louis. If they would have waited a nanosecond, she'd have been ultimately violated, right? They come in, they bust into this whole shit, and, you know, Unk goes in the back room. Because they start shooting, just guns blazing. So everybody leaving. The pimp is scattering. Everybody gone. Mind you, everybody outside waiting to to have some, to rape this woman. Talking about, oh, she old cute. He done fucked her up, beat her up, bloody. She got black eyes. And y'all really trying to have sex with her. Like, niggas are fucking disgusting. Y'all are creeps. Anyway, so men, men are just like literal creeps. Anyway, so he, she, he busts in the shit. So it's just Kane, Louie, and him. So he like, Kane like, yo, you're going to catch a bullet regardless. And he's like, and you're going to get one. She's going to catch a bullet regardless. And he's saying, you're going to get one right after. Right? So they just start shooting at each other, and Louie just runs, right? She just runs, hightails it. She looks, Kane got hit. Kane's at good. Unk is standing up. Unk got two shots to the chest and he just drops. So now she's screaming, no, no, wake up. I'll go wherever you want to go, whatever. So that's when the tears started to fall, right? Franklin, I don't know how they came in so late. Franklin, Scully, and Leon come in and he already on the floor. It's over, right? So Scully's looking in disbelief. Leon, like, pretty much, like, falls to his knees. Like, he just bends down on his knees. He just shakes his head. What gets me is Franklin's, like, unk? Like, he's he's calling, like, nah. Like, he ain't dead. Like, unk? And then with every unk, he is crying, like, unk! Like, like you can't be doing this to me. And this lady, Louie, and like I said, I hate Louie, especially the season she did. Ah, hate her. And she's like, you wake up. You wake up. Don't you leave me. And I'm just sitting there crying, like bawling, like, get up, Uncle Ro. Bawling, okay? Sad as fuck. Amin Joseph gets all of the awards. If he don't get one Emmy or, or something, it's fucking rigged. He acted his ass off. And I'm not just talking about the past season, but this season especially, he acted his ass off. He deserves 
every kind of Emmy you got, right? I'm sorry, Franklin. Franklin do too. But he's like a supporting actor, so he could get one. Yeah. That man deserves a fucking Emmy, right? So now the next episode, apparently Louis blaming Franklin. All this happened because of Franklin. No, Louis. All this is because of you. You got Kane shot by that cop. You did that. Franklin saved your life. Franklin saved your area. Like Franklin saved you, okay? Because I really didn't think he was going to. I don't think she did. That man walked out, and he walked out very Denzelian, and it looked like he was never going to return. So he saved you. I don't know what you mad at. I mean, I know what you mad at because Uncle's going, and Uncle's the only person you got, and I get it. I love me some Uncle too. But still, sis, the nerve. Now, my prediction is Leon's probably going to die too, and I'm not going to like that. I'm not going to be okay with that. I think Scully's dying because he had a big shot to the chest when he walked in and saw Uncle on the floor. So he either actively dying, I don't know, but that nigga got 14 lives. Franklin either going to be like a, a government like informant, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe going to tell the world, hey, I sold drugs for the FBI in a Congress hearing. I don't know. I think Wanda's outcome determines Leon's. So if Leon is good, Wanda would be good. If Leon's not, Wanda is going to be back on the block doing what she did before. But if y'all aren't watching Snowfall, make sure y'all watch it. That show's fucking amazing. R.I.P. Unk. <laughs> I'm about to cry again. Three men have been found guilty of the robbery and murder of the rapper XXX Sentacion. I, I hope I said it right. Um, Michael Boatwright, Diedrich Williams, and Trayvon Newsom were all found guilty of first-degree murder and armed robbery by a jury that deliberated more than a week. So they will receive mandatory life sentences because they're all in Florida. Um, XXX was an, a rapper... A young rapper. I know a lot of people knew about him. I did not know about him. But I wanted to say up and coming. But it seemed like he already generated quite a buzz. Um, He was robbed and, um, outside of the store. And they, they just they killed him. You know, I think it was like sometime 2018. And it's, it's sad. He was 20. He was pretty young. You know, so... 20's a baby. I don't care what nobody says. That's a super young. Um, but yeah, they they said the jury asked to review text messages from the person who was identified as a shooter, which was Boatwright. And it said, sell my brother, I got the money for the new phone. Minutes after that, he sent someone a screenshot of a new story saying XXX Sensacion has been shot. Y'all killed that man for a phone? A phone. Wow. Oh, wow. That's 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 insane. Um, it says surveillance video showed two masked gunmen emerging and confronting the 20-year-old singer at the driver's window, and one shot him repeatedly. 
They then grabbed his Louis Vuitton bag containing cash that he just withdrew from the bank and got back in an SUV and sped away. So three of y'all will spend the rest of your lives in jail. Can't even touch that money that y'all stole and the life that you took. Okay, well, all right. Um, that's that's ridiculous, but rest in peace to him. Um, justice was served. It's, it's Florida, so I was, I don't know. I knew they murdered him, but I know Florida's gun laws are pretty lax, so I didn't know which way it's going to go. But hearing that they have mandatory life sentences, I guess it makes sense because they're in um they're in a place like Florida. Um, Puff, Puff and his how many kids he got? He got one, two, three, four, seven kids because he just had that new baby. That new baby so cute. Um, Puff and his seven kids are going to have their own reality show on Hulu. I hope it's called Puff Daddy and the Family. I hope it is. I'm sure it won't be. But I really wanted to be called Puff Daddy and the Family. I know it's going to have something to do with him, me and love, since he reinvented himself in a house of love or the love family, some shit like that. But I really wanted to be called Puff Daddy and the Family. Um, I'm actually intrigued about that. I love Christian. Everybody knows I love Christian. I love the girls, um, Quincy, Quincy and... Um, What's his name? Justin. They do a lot of like things, I think, within the um enterprise. I think Justin is the president of Sean Comb Enterprises. Um, Quincy is definitely an actor, though. Let me retract that. Quincy X. And the girls, Chance, um, Jesse, and Delilah. You know, they do a little TikToks. They're so pretty, little cheerleaders and everything. They're adorable. Um, they're all 16 years old. And the new baby, the new baby's here, so. I don't know what that means for Carisha, aka Young Miami. I haven't seen her around Puff in a while. I don't know if she ain't with him. Cause last time I checked, they go together real bad. And ever since he's been around that baby, it's I don't know. It's it it looked funny in the light. So I would watch that show. I would. I never watched one episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but I will watch every episode of Puff Daddy and the Family. I know that shit gonna be a good time. They some dancing ass folks. That whole family got rhythm. All all 12 of them. You know? So I would really like to see what happens. I want to know if they talk about Kim and if they tap into, you know, what happened with her and how the kids are dealing with that still, because that's still their mom. Um, yeah, I wanna know how that is going to go, you know, in the grand scheme of things, but it, it should be fun. It should be. Um, so yeah, whatever it comes out, I'm with it. Um, I think we should watch it together as a family, all of us. I think we need to talk about it like every episode. Let's see how it go first. Um, next, Candy versus everybody. <laughs> Candy from Escape versus everybody. And it's <laughs> I don't know. I like Candy, but I'm not like a fan. But she's she seems fine. You know what I'm saying? She married a nigga from the Bronx, so she cool with me. But it's all right. So let's go with the first one. The first one is Candy versus Tamar, right? So Tamar Braxton, quite frankly, the most annoying of all the Brax Braxtons. Um, she has this thing where she has like this victim thing, where she says what she has to say and she speaks her mind so freely and she's so shady, but this she'll throw no shade in. And be like, oh, I'm just saying that because they asked me to say it or whatever. But if it's done to her, 
like she'll have a conniption in the fit. Like she said some wild shit about Chris Brown. Chris Brown called her a Muppet and she went on TV and cried because her feelings were hurt. And my thing is, he ain't lie. You be looking like a Muppet. Like you be going off and your head be shaking and your mouth, you you do. You look exactly like a, what a fucking Muppet would look like going off, like with a tantrum. Like when Kermit was spaz out, that's exactly what she looked like when she be fucking ranting. But anyway, she claimed that she had words with a housewife and her husband and um, how the husband inserted himself in the whole issue, whatever, whatever. And this was like a month ago. So like a week ago, she's on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And somebody asked, well, who was the housewife? And she says, it's Candy and Todd. And Todd was like, you know what it is. And then her man pressed Todd. Mind you, she just got proposed to some nigga from some reality show she did. He got four or five baby mothers in the felony. But I guess because he white and rich, it's okay. But if he was black, y'all call him all types of ghetto shit. But whatever. So basically, they saying that old ass nigga press Todd. Blah. I don't believe you. You need more people. Fuck out of here. Todd is not letting no nigga press him over that shit. Right? And, I, and I've met Todd before. Todd from 167th and McClellan. That nigga not letting nobody press him on shit. Anyway, so whatchamacallit? She's saying all this shit. And so Candy responds, and Candy's like, she playing the victim, whatever. Here goes, here goes Tamar. I'm triggered. She called Todd, Todd, Dina. Da, da, da. See, see what I'm talking about? You disrespecting this man, right? Because you said that he did all this to you. You was quiet when he said all that. Now he's Todd Dina. And if he was to say something else, he'd still be in women problems. No, you literally just called this man and gave him a woman's name. That's disrespect. Stop acting like you're not being disrespectful. And she's like, I'm triggered because I was minding my business. I was doing good and everybody calling me a victim because you are a victim. That person asked you on, on Watch What Happens Live who you were talking about because you put it out there. You the one who said something about it. So, of course, they're going to ask you. Don't say they ask you, and I, I can't lie. I can't do this. First off, you could avoid the question. You ain't got to answer every question somebody throw at you. And then she's like, I'm a journalist. Bitch, we talking about Dish Nation. You talking about Dish Nation? You serious? You talking about the Ricky Smiley show? You serious? Come on. Come on, sis. Come on. So now she goes on to talk about how Cammy can't. Uh, Cammy, what's that girl name? Candy can't sing and. And her man pressed him, and her man said something like, yeah, I spoke to him, and he apologized. And then she posted a picture, and she's taking a picture of somebody, and it's her man talking in Todd's ear in the background. They could be talking about literally anything, literally anything, and you're trying to say that they're talking about what he said to you, and basically your man's pulling his card. Tamar, Tamar, stop. Tamar, please. Right? That's the thing that bothered me about Tamar. That whole situation, right? Candy said one or two things. That was it. After a while, Tamar was talking to herself. And then she stopped because she realized she ain't getting the attention that she's trying to get. Because she got a new show on Peacock. That's what she's trying to do? Okay. Next issue. Candy versus SWV. Let me just say, I'm aware that everyone in Escape can sing lead. Everyone in Escape has an amazing voice. They're still not better than SWV. They're not. Like when they did their, um, what's that called? The verses. 
I only knew the songs that, uh, that Escape came out with, but SWV, I knew all the songs. I knew everything, every last one of them. And SWV is like one of the top selling girl groups of all time. And it never really broke up either. Like they, they just took hiatuses from time to time, but they never broke up. Like they've been on the road like crazy. And you know, Escape broke up after like two, two, three albums, I think, because Candy want to go solo or Latasha want to go solo. I don't know. Either way, if you look up the top ten best girl groups of all time, SWV's number four, Escape ain't on the list, right? So they got this show where they're trying to do like, you know, one show because it's such a buzz that they generate off of verses. They try to go together, right? So. You know, SWV's under the impression that they're co-headlining. And so Escape is saying no, they they're not gonna headline. They're um that they're gonna be under them because um Escape has a bigger bag and they're they have more, they're more popular right now, so they would get the m- most money. And my thing is, but y'all not popular for music. Like y'all popular because of all the wrong things. Like Candy, you're in it because you're a housewife. Like and Tiny, I don't know why, but whatever. I guess because of her daughter. I don't know. But at the end of the day, popularity ain't selling tickets. It's it's the music that's gonna sell the tickets. And then she was like, We're the most popular ones, and we're the ones that's that's gonna put in the most money, and we make more money than y'all. Y'all also have an extra person. So even if let's say escape gets two hundred thousand, right? That's fifty thousand a person. And let's say SWV gets one hundred fifty thousand. That's fifty thousand a person. Y'all have an extra person. Y'all getting paid more because you have four people in the group and they have three. So yeah, it sounds like you do get paid more because you have an extra fucking person. T- All right, Candy. Whatever. Right. So this is when Candy get me mad. So she's saying all this stuff, and she's basically trying to say they're the bigger group. So Lily from Escape, everybody know Lily. Lily fight. I don't know how we know, but we just know Lily gonna get it shaken. Don't ask me why, right? Escaping from the Bronx and Brooklyn, they gonna get it shaken, right? So Candy saying all this, and Lily was like, nah. Y'all not, we not going to be like under nobody. We sold 30 million records, same thing. Um, Same thing Coco said. So Coco goes and she does the streams on Spotify from SWV and Escape. Week streamed 134 million, right? That's their number one streaming song because Escape does not have a week. I'll be telling people that all the time. Escape's number one song is Who Can I Run To? That's the highest growth song. They have 33 million. Literally, Week beat them by 101 million records. 101. Why y'all talking so spicy? Why y'all talking so spicy? And then she goes down the rest of the list. There is not one song that SWV has that charts less. Then their second one. So it's like if you want if you want by the second most highest stream, you know what I'm saying? It's still inexplicably higher than escape screen streams. You know what I'm saying? Like, so Candy and Tiny, y'all made y'all made a lot more money because it came from songwriting and making hits for people. And can't nobody take that away from y'all. Absolutely. 
But that is not the same as your success in this group. Y'all don't have the same success like SWV has as Escape. Y'all have surpassed success individually, but as Escape, y'all not touching SWV. Y'all not. Like right here is the second song that SWV got, right? 102 million. There's not one Escape song that's breaking 50 million. Not one. Not one. SWV has two. And Rain is their third one, and it's 49 million. Right? So, right here is 102,910, and just kicking is 45 million. Double. So, it's double the amount of streams you have over here. Right? I'm sorry, Week was 137. So, Week is 104 million streams more than you. Rain is 23 million more streams than My Little Secret. I'm so into you is, damn, that's math. I can't even do. Um, that is a lot of math. This looks like 32. Is that 32? 30. What is that? What kind of math? 32? I don't know. 38. <laughs> 38 million more streams than number four. And Ken we is 18 million and understanding is 13 million. Oh, that looks like a three, actually. Ooh, understand is three million. Oh, no. Y'all talking too spicy. <laughs> too spicy. So, you know, now Akbar inserts herself because she Candy Cousin. And it's so funny because when Akbar be beefing, Candy don't say shit at all. <laughs> and here go Akbar. I'm going to defend my cousin, whatever. And she said something to Tamar and to Lili. And Lili said, who playing with your cousin? She added her and everything. Akbar then writes, what have I gotten myself into? So everybody's laughing, like, yeah, you done fucking put your foot in it now because Lily going to whip your ass. So then she comes back and says something like, I wasn't talking. She's like, she's like, first and foremost, I wasn't talking about Lily when I said what have I gotten myself into. And um, I respect my eldest auntie, so I ain't going to say nothing. Like, trying to play her, but y'all look the same age, and you like 30, and Lily's like 52. Like, get it together, right? So... Now that they have the show that comes on Sunday, I got to see what that's about. And the next one is Latasha and Candy. And so Latasha is beefing with her sister because her sister said Latasha sold $30,000. Candy beefing with Latasha or Latasha beefing with Candy because they never got along. And Latasha said when she went solo, Candy got mad and left the group. And she also said that Candy always was upset when she would lead a song. And Candy did a whole list of all the songs they did. And she didn't lead like two or three songs. But every other song Candy led. Right? So she's like, why would I be upset about that? Like, I led every, I led like 18 songs. So, Latasha is saying how Candy was always jealous. And Candy does this. and can So, Latasha's been very like up in the air in relationship to Escape. And... Like, I think the only person she fucked with at this point is Tiny. That's it. She don't fuck with nobody else. So, it's, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. So, Candy got, like, three beefs this week. Like, three of them. <laughs> and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going on. But I know if they're going to do a show, when it all comes down to it, if they're going to do a show, they should co-headline. If it's one show, one night only, absolutely co-headline. Any show that they have, 
You know what I'm saying? And then can like Escape said that they was headlining shows all year, and they, they haven't. Monica's been headlining a lot of those shows um in the past couple in the past year that they've been on it. So just like put the ego down and you know, share the headline. That's it. And they money is they money, your money is they, your money is your money. Like y'all gonna have to work it out amongst y'all managers and the promoters either way. But you know. Nobody should know what the other one's doing monetarily, I guess. But just fucking split the show, ladies. Come on. a few weeks ago at the Oscars but I've noticed the conversation is like still going on in different ways so Sierra wore a very like you know risque look it was it was definitely different um she had a, like you saw her thong but I believe she had pasties on and basically the whole dress is see-through and she's standing there with Russell Wilson right so the internet was very much in, up in arms because a married woman isn't supposed to be dressed like that and that's tacky and it's tasteless and and your man is basically a cuck a cuckold. I don't know where that word came from, but people be using it now. And um it's like, you know, what kind of wife wears that? And it's like she said it was selective and she's right, because at that same Oscars party. Beyonce was pretty much fucking naked herself. Pretty much naked. Um, was CC more naked? Yes, but she's still married. Same amount of kids, same amount of nudity. Um, and even way back before um Riri had um the baby and she's pregnant now, Rihanna had a very similar look, but she had like a, a fur shawl and like a literally like a fake do-rag like it was like a do-rag of that material and she ain't have no pasties her her titties was out nipples out everything and everybody thought it was fire and she was representing josephine baker and it was such a look and a nod to fashion and sierra does it and it's like how dare this married woman with kids do this and it's weird to me because why y'all so like hell-bent that mothers can't be sexy like people that have created life and the only way to create life is through sex it's it's crazy that they're actually sexy that they want to show off what they show off why can't women wear what they want to wear and then it's like oh wow and her husband looked crazy letting her do that what makes you think <laughs> like I understand courtesy in the marriage. I understand respect, but you don't get to tell me what to do. Like I was talking to a friend of mine and it was like, Oh, I was like, when I get married, I'm not changing my name. My name's Amber Fox. Why would, why would I change perfection? It's my entire identity. Most of my brand is built on my name. This podcast is called according to Fox. 
what's it going to be according to Williams or something, according to Jackson, like according to Fox, a Fox is my name. My father did an amazing job naming me and guess what? He's dead. So I would like to keep the name going somehow, you know? So he was like, nah, if you marry somebody, you're supposed to take his name. I'm like, but why? Why? Who told you that? I don't even see it in the Bible that you take his last name. They didn't even have last names back then. So what tradition are you antiquating when you're saying that, right? My problem is I want to be married and I want to be equally yoked to the person I want to be married to. But I also want to maintain my own identity. I don't feel like I should give up my name, which is pretty much everything I am, and in and, the and marriage. I'm giving you everything else. You are literally going to get everything else out of a wife that you want. I just can't, I can't do that. And my thing is people, if they've been to a wedding, they know what my name is. They'll get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, she changed her name. She married Alan Iverson, but she didn't change her name. But hey, Mrs. Iverson. Hey, how you doing? I have no problem that. Like you can call me Mrs. This, but on paper, on legal documents, my name would be Amber Fox. It will stay Amber Fox. I'm sorry. It's my name. My name is my name. Word to Marlowe. I don't feel like I should give that up because I'm married. And people sit there and say, it's not that big a deal. Just give it up. If it ain't that big a deal, I can't keep it. Like, and it's to some men, they to some men now, it's not really a problem. It's like, all right, cool. But to say, like, it's like, oh, well, how are they supposed to know we a marriage? And how are they supposed to know we a team? What? I could be a team without having your name. I could do that. You know what I'm saying? And my, that's my problem with, with people because it's like the minute I, we're married, I'm your property. You're not my property, though. You my husband, but I'm that's I'm not yours. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's very weird how it goes. It's like, you my woman, you my lady, you got to do this, you got to do that. I'm the king of the castle, all that. I, I hate all that hot shit. Especially if you're paying all the bills. I hate all that hot shit. I hear it. But I don't belong to anybody. Like, I, that doesn't make anybody property. Back in the day, we were property. Women were treated like property and cattle. And we weren't allowed to even take things out in our own names because our fathers or our husbands had to be like the person the credit card name was under. Like, it was like the 60s and 70s when all that happened, like, it's not that far, you know what I'm saying? It's not that far off in history when women weren't allowed to do anything for themselves. We couldn't even open up fucking bank accounts. So it was like the minute a woman gets married, she's automatically the property of her husband. And I don't feel like I want to be anyone's property. I don't think I am. I feel like I want to be someone's wife. I want to be somebody's soulmate. I want to be somebody's life partner, but I don't want to be anyone's possession. I don't. And so does it mean because I'm a married woman, I'm not allowed to do things because I'm married? It's, it's frowned upon because now I belong to someone. My The respect that I, that's supposed to be for me and how I carry myself is contingent upon my relationship to this man. That doesn't work for me. It doesn't. And I feel like men literally don't have the same energy for other men. Like y'all would get mad when a woman's dressing risque, but if if you know your homeboy's cheating, it's like, oh well, that's what men do. Like y'all don't 
I've always had this conversation on the show before. Like y'all, y'all give yourselves all the accolades, but none of the self-control. You guys always make it, make it know how much you can't control yourself around other women, but women should be controlled by you. You can't control yourselves. Why do you expect a woman to be under your submission and control if you can't live that same thing? I'm just saying it's like, it's weird. And it's like, if it's, if a woman's too sexy, where's her man at? What do you mean, where's her man at? He right there. He probably bought it. Why does it bother you? Why does it make you mad? Again, the woman has three children. Her body is stupid. I don't have any kids, and she's body goals for me. There has never been a child that lived inside me, and she is literally my body goals. If you can wear that, I always tell people, when I get skinny again, I'm wearing napkins. I used to wear napkins all the time. That's what my mother said. My mother said the clothes I wear, they they wasn't clothes. They were napkins. I'm going back to napkins. You crazy? I don't even like clothes. Like, I might be a nudist in another life. I can't stand clothes. It's just too much sometimes. I just can't do it. I don't see how people could wear, like, clothes on top of clothes on top of clothes. I can't do it. I let you, like, a T-shirt and a hoodie. But if it's wintertime and you need long johns and a T-shirt and a sweater and hoodie, I die. It's too many fucking clothes for me. Just give me a warm, good coat and I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I will definitely not be wearing anything clothes. No, no, I'm sorry. I won't. Crop tops everywhere, mini this, short that, small this. I'm going crazy. And and why wouldn't I have the autonomy over my body like I should? And then y'all, y'all the same men that y'all see women scantily clad on Instagram. And it's like, oh, like, let me sneak in her DMs. Let me see what she hitting for. And your wife can't do that. But you could cheat on your wife with someone who does that. It's just so weird. It's just so weird. Y'all rules, you know what I'm saying, for women. But when it comes to y'all, y'all don't have any rules. Like Chris Brown. Chris Brown pulled this kid, pulled this um girl on stage, gave her lap dance. It's Chris Brown show. I wouldn't expect anything less. Her man breaks up with her because she got a lap dance from Chris Brown. That is insecurity. That's one. That's major insecurity. She can't, she's not with Chris Brown. Like, he pulled her from the stage. Second of all, y'all niggas love the strip club. Y'all be getting naked lap dances. Like, the girl only got on a thong lap dances. And then y'all pay for them. Like, money that could go to your house, to your kids' sneakers, to the damn stove, to food, anything. Y'all put in somebody's G-string and get a lap dance. And that lady wrong. Because Chris Brown gave her one with clothes on? Y'all breaking up with your girls because Chris Brown is giving out lap dances, son. And stop calling women insecure because y'all could never handle what y'all do to us. Y'all could never handle what y'all do to us. It's insane how much patience y'all expect us to have with y'all. And when it comes to us, y'all don't exhibit any. Y'all can't handle nothing. Y'all could cheat and y'all don't mean to. You just fucking with her. She don't mean nothing to you. If your wife cheats on you, you are going to want to die. You're going to curl up in the fetal position 
like a little fetus. Like you're, you're going to be a ball of emotions and you're going to sob and sob and sob. You're not going to know how to go on if that woman ever cheats on you. If you find out she cheats on you, breaks your heart in pieces. Pieces. Y'all never have that same energy. I just don't understand. Like, we're really held to a higher regard. And we're supposed to do these things, do these things, do these things. And we're supposed to respect you in the process. But you can't respect us. We're supposed to submit to you. I would love to be submissive. I think most black women would love to be submissive. Because our entire lives, we had to take care of ourselves. Like, you know, I have great, I have a great mom. I had good parents growing up, you know what I'm saying? I was loved. But, you know, as an adult, you know, take care of you. I'm good. I'm fine. Black lady. I'm really all right. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're just, like, taught that. It's some, and sometimes it's innate because, you know, we had to do it. And it's like, I would love to be submissive. I would love to not do anything. I would love to like have a man that can lead me into the promised land and I don't have anything to worry about. But y'all niggas don't even know y'all doctor's names. How am I supposed to submit to somebody who don't know what medicine he take? How am I supposed to submit to somebody who don't know how to get to our kid's school? Do you know the teacher's name? Do you know what class your son is in? Do you know what class your daughter's in? Do you know what activities they do? Do you know what their friends' names are? Y'all don't even know y'all kids. Like, y'all don't even know these people like that. They just regular folks around you. Like, and I'm not saying all fathers, because I know a lot of fathers who are really, really hands-on. But it is a, a fair amount of men that want to dominate a relationship, but don't know what domination entails. So if you want to be the dominant force, you have to pay the dominant amount of bills. Like, I'm not going to submit to somebody. I'm splitting rent with 50-50. <laughs> you funny. I'm cheating. I am cheating off rip. That's not submission. That's not marriage. We are roommates. No. <laughs> We're roommates. Why would I submit to somebody where I'm equally putting up what I need to put up? Why? I could pay all my bills by myself and not answer to anyone. And I'd rather do that than then pay half. And have to explain why I came in the house at 10 30. We not we know I'm not coming out to 10 30. I'm tired. I'm coming home at 8 10. But rather than you know try to explain myself or have to check in with somebody, I don't gotta do all that for half the money. Nah, I'd rather live my free life with all my money. It's fine. I'll pay for everything and live a free life and not worry about nothing. I'm really okay. When nobody answer to, nobody sit there and try to tell me what to do. Nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm all the way okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I want, I want more. I want people to understand that women are human. Women are people. Women are not property. If a woman wants to dress a particular way, she should be allowed to. And I, I don't even know why I said allowed. She should. She should dress however she wants. And no, it's not okay for anyone to touch someone. If they don't have permission to. So before people sit here and say things like, oh, well, she wear that. That means somebody going to do this. And that, again, lacking self-control. Please don't state again how much men don't have the self-control. Y'all can't even keep your hands to yourself when y'all see a little ass. 
Everybody got an ass. I'm here to tell y'all. Everybody. Everybody got nipples. Everybody got butt. If y'all see a girl butt, y'all don't have to go as crazy as y'all do. Y'all truly don't. And again, these are the women that you will risk it all for. But you don't want your wife to quote unquote be like. But you will risk your relationship to have a chance with that woman over there. It's it's very it's contradictory, of course, but it's it's just in it's inane more than anything. It doesn't make sense because you want the person you are you're with, right? You want them to be a reflection of you. And I can understand that. You know what I'm saying? I can understand like the way people carry themselves outside, especially if y'all are married. It does play a part. I get it. But if they was right next to each other and they was right there, what is your problem? Well, I have to think pieces on what Ciara's wearing and what she shouldn't wear. I just think I just don't like Ciara. That's what I think it is. And I love me some CC. But I just think y'all just don't like her. And it's like, why? Y'all do pick and choose what to do. But when it comes to marriage, and again, if there's a respect factor there, you know what I'm saying? If her husband don't have a problem with it, no one else should, you know? And, again, she doesn't belong to her husband. Like I said, a reflection of the person you with, I get. But not a possession. The Weekly Hustle comes from writer Demetria L. Lucas, and she wrote this series of tweets. And it says, mind you, this is all sarcasm and satire. So, rules of marriage and motherhood I have learned on the internet. If you are an alleged Christian woman and you wear a sexy dress, you are no longer a Christian woman. And your entire spiritual practice, faith, and good works are dead. Two. Married women's bodies are property of their husbands and they must ask permission and approval of their clothing before leaving the marital home. Three, mothers in public places belong in moo-moos. Four, your choice of attire at an event is a reflection of the stability and happiness of your marriage, woman only. Five, if you have ever made a poor choice of partner, there's no redemption. You must pay the demands of the bad decisions and be tethered to poor partnership forever. Again, this is only for women only. If your husband is not actively trying to oppress or repress you, or worse, is supportive of anything that resembles autonomy or joy, he's a simp. Becoming a wife is an automatic loss of autonomy. Wives are only to do what their husbands let or allow. See number two in reference to property. Feel free to add anything I missed. This has been the According to Fox Show. See y'all later.